Okay, uh, 7.58. We got, uh, we got some time. Thanks for coming tonight. It's a rainy night. Um, if you're just uh, catching up with us tonight, we're talking about the temptations of Jesus and how we can uh, learn from his trials and struggles, yeah? Uh, uh, tonight is a sermon I've wanted to preach for a long time. Um, it's about the identity, yeah? So you hang around the Christian church long enough, you're going to hear this term identity come up. Like, who are you? What is your identity, you know? Um, you know, you grow up in, in, in school, you know, you get, oh, I'm the... You know, your identity can be surrounded around sports or a hobby or uh, a certain look. You know, you're like, oh, you're an emo kid. You know, like people can look at you and be like, oh, yep, you're not like me. You know, so you can kind of be labeled a little bit and your identity can come from exterior things. Yeah. And uh, what I want to present to you guys tonight is that uh, Jesus had an identity it wasn't built on exterior things. It was built on an interior presence of, of God. Yeah. So rather than having his, uh, the definition of his life come from people who worshipped him or people who hated him, uh, his identity and who he was came from the Father. Yeah, that's, that's the big point for tonight. If you're like, you know, the one takeaway I want you guys to come away with tonight is that who we are shouldn't be built on uh, anything but Jesus, yeah, and and the word that he has spoken over us. Um, so, uh, let's pause, let's pray, yeah, let's ask God to come and, and speak to us uh, tonight. Uh, his presence, His presence. Let's pray. Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. Thanks for um, meeting with us thus far. Thanks for answering our one of our prayers from last week with uh, Uncle John Pistana, Lord, and just uh, the new liver that he received uh, made me, reminded me of uh, um, when we were praying for Kenneth B. locked up in North Korea, and he got he got uh, released from prison too. Thanks for hearing our prayers, Lord. We continue to pray and we ask tonight, Lord, much like you answered those prayers, you would answer this prayer of coming and speaking to us, Lord. I pray that somebody here would uh, leave here different because of uh, your simple word. Um, so thanks, Father. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, so we've been talking about... Uh, the temptations, right, we found in two different places, um, Matthew chapter 4 and also Luke chapter 4. So uh, you guys can turn to Luke chapter, I mean, Matthew chapter 3, and we're going to talk about uh, what happened to Jesus right before he went into uh, the 40 days of fasting and his temptations. So Matthew chapter 3, uh, verse 13, that's where we're, we're starting out. So if you're taking notes, you can go ahead and, and jot that down. I know I didn't give you guys uh, handouts this week, but um, take notes. If not, I'll, uh, you guys can get my notes. I'll send it to you. What is that? English. 
Oh, uh, a little bit. A little bit in Luke. A little bit in Matthew, a little bit in Luke, mostly in Genesis tonight. So, uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. Then Jesus came. Everybody say, then Jesus came. I don't know why you guys repeated that, but I mean, I don't know why I had you repeat that, but it sounded cool. All right. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized. Amen. I don't know if you haven't, uh, if you haven't been baptized yet, we got to get baptized. Okay. That's just one of the steps in our spiritual growth process. Um, Some of you guys have, some of you guys haven't. If you haven't, time to get dunked. Hopefully you're pretty good. If not, I'll hold you down a little bit longer. Okay. Um, we're actually going to have a baptism when I come back. Uh, I'm going to come back from, but there is going to be one when I'm gone, but I'm going to plan another one pretty soon because, like, all of our junior high girls that I do on Friday night, they don't, like, there's only one out of all of them that's been baptized. So if you guys haven't been baptized, come talk to me after, and uh, we'll make sure we leave you in the water a little bit longer. Okay? All right. So Jesus came uh, to be baptized by John. John was the cousin of Jesus, yeah? Uh, John would have prevented him saying, um, I need to be baptized by you. And how, how is it that you're coming to me to be baptized, you know? Like John knew who Jesus was. More than anybody else probably in that time, John knew that Jesus was the Messiah. Like, yeah, it was my cousin, but really he was like, he was the son of the living God, you know? Um, of John, Luke says that there's, there's nobody else born like him. You know, John the baptizer who came and, and he prepared the way for Jesus. So John like knew who Jesus was and Jesus shows up like, John, you got to baptize me, which is kind of a cool thing for Jesus to say. Like it's a cool thing for us to know that Jesus got baptized. Yeah, it was a beginning. It was a start. It was like, uh, like humbling, you know? It's like Jesus was prayed for. Like, it's a good thing for us to pray for people. It's also a good thing for other people to pray for us. Sometimes it's easy for us to serve others. Sometimes it's not that easy to ask others to serve us. Yeah? Like, I need help. That's kind of vulnerable. That shows that you're weak. That shows that you need something that you don't have. Okay? A little side tangent. Okay, uh, verse 15. But Jesus answered John and said, uh, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness then he consented um verse 16 and when jesus was baptized immediately he went up from the water and behold the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of god descending like a dove and coming to rest on him and behold a voice from heaven said this is my beloved son with whom i am well pleased in the luke version luke chapter 4 Verse 1 says, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit when he went into the desert to be tempted. And I love the imagery of the dove. That the Holy Spirit came and he just went, boop. It wasn't like a parrot, you know, like, rah, rah, you know, on your shoulder. It was like a dove that was like cruising. Like the Holy Spirit came and, and my image is that, that it was like restful. It was peace like the spirit of the living god came and rested on jesus and jesus was like relaxed sometimes in this world like people who are full of the holy spirit like are 
sometimes like the charismatic ones, right? Or the, the Pentecostal ones. They're just like shouting, clapping, and they're just like, like full high energy. And I just feel like Jesus, full of Holy Spirit, still wet, yeah, from being baptized, was just like, ah, I'm ready to start. Rested and ready to start his ministry. And the first thing that Jesus uh, started was a trial. Yeah, first thing that he went into was a trial and a trial of, of temptations, okay? Um, the trials of Jesus. So we've been talking about the, the temptations, right? The first one is to, or, or, the, or one of the three, right? The first one that we talked about was that he had to turn the stone into to bread, yeah? And we talked about it a couple weeks ago that it was this test of getting now what was promised later, Yeah? So each one of the, the trials, uh, Satan comes and he tells Jesus, if you are the Son of God, pretty much what is he stating? That you are, Jesus, the Son of God. The question wasn't like uh, if he was, the, the question was really what type of Messiah w- was Jesus going to be? Like you're, you're the Messiah and you have might and you have power, but what type of Messiah are you going to be? Are you going to be a Messiah dependent on yourself or are you going to be a Messiah dependent on the master? And that's a challenge for us. Like are we going to do things in this life on our own strength or are we going to live a life of faith and trust and trust in God? Faith and obedience, yeah? You're going to do it your own way, or you're going to do it his way. Okay? So Jesus already had the power. He already had the anointing. And he, and he went into this time of trial, and this was going to direct and determine what type of Messiah he was going to be. Okay? And so when we're talking about I- identity, yeah, I don't want to just look at the temptations. I want to look at what we just read. So Jesus was blessed. Anybody feel blessed when you feel like the presence of God? Yeah? Anybody cry like a little baby before when God's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like when God's presence shows up, some of us, like we react in different ways, you know? Like for Jesus, full of Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit shows up and Jesus, I felt like he was at peace. He was at rest. Some of us, yeah, when the Holy Spirit shows up, it's like fearful. Some of us like break into tears, maybe not out of fear, but some of us just because we don't know how to, to contain that, yeah? It's like, man, the Holy Spirit of God, yeah? What had Jesus done prior, yeah, to him being blessed by the presence of God? What had he done prior, yeah, to him hearing from heaven, the heavens opened up, yeah, and, and what did we read? Yeah, uh, the Spirit of God descended like a dove, yeah, and it came and it rested on him, and a voice from heaven said, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. That God was pleased on him, and what had he done yet? He didn't do any miracles yet. He didn't preach any sermons yet. Yeah, 
He didn't walk on water. He didn't feed the 5,000. Like Jesus hadn't done anything yet. And yet his father was pleased by us, by him. I mean, up until that point, really the only thing that I, I, I was thinking that Jesus had done uh, successfully was, was honor his father and mother, you know? I mean, he's a 30-year-old guy that up until that point had honored his father and mother. So the question of, of him, when, when, when he went into the trials, yeah, the trials was a, a temptation of, like, Jesus, who are you and what type of Messiah, Savior, were you going to be? And, and that's the question I want to ask you guys tonight. Like, who are you and what type of Christian are you going to be? Who are you and what type of person are you going to be in this world? Think about your behaviors. Think about the things that you do. Ask yourself, why do I do the things that I do? And for the most part, I think oh, every single one of us we are all significantly impacted by those who brought us into this world. The presence of your parents or the lack of parents in your life. Every single one of us significantly impacted by those who brought us into this world, namely your dad and your mom. And we'll be talking about identity, who you are. We cannot not talk about yeah, the double negative. Is that right? So rather than double negative, we have to talk about your parents. We cannot not talk about your parents. If your parents were amazing, you probably turned out pretty good. If your parents were like, here and there, maybe your parents were absent from your life, right? You, who knows how you turned out? Most of the time, if your parents were like you had a father and a mother and they loved you and they had a great moral uh, structure in their life, like say they're Bible-believing, you probably became a Bible-believing child, you know? Because they probably raised you through prayer. They probably raised you through um, loving others. They probably didn't swear a lot. They probably didn't, uh, if they really loved Jesus, right, they probably like raised you all in Christ's teachings, but, I mean, truthfully, how many of us in this room tonight have parents that are just fearful of God, loves Him in the Word, and then they're just flawless? Even the best of parents in here. I know a lot of you, and, and I know a lot of your parents, and some of your parents are amazing, but parents are flawed. Amen? Amen. You guys are like, amen. My parents flawed. What you guys learned tonight? You got issues, Dad. You're never going back to youth again. Okay? You guys know more than anybody else that your parents aren't perfect. Yeah? And your parents, yeah? I, I know, I, I'm hoping that every one of your parents loves you, you know? But praise God. And, and what I want to talk about with, within identity, we're going to go to the Old Testament and talk about the story of Jacob. Okay, Jacob's uh, dad was Isaac. Yeah? I mean, he was one of the heavy hitters in the Old Testament. So you have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, like these four names prior to Moses, heavy hitters in the Old Testament. Like these are names that just like, when you're talking about like big names in the Bible, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph were like ballers, okay? 
So we're going to talk about Jacob tonight, and, and his dad was a baller, but his dad had issues, yeah? Um, so I want to I actually create a couple groups here. Uh, so as we read, we're going to go to the Old Testament, Genesis. Uh, you guys can turn your Bibles there. Um, our first page, Genesis uh, 25. Genesis 25. Um, let me get to my notes real fast. 19 through 34, okay? Um, and then we're going to read a whole bunch, yeah? You guys got to read the Old Testament, bro. The Old Testament is action. It just has stories, and you can just learn about God and how he functioned through a person's life. Why? You can read about an entire person's life from birth till death and what God did in their lives, okay? 